welcome back to Human Seeking Human. Last episode, I went ahead and invited you all to apply for my co-host position, partner position, whatever you call it. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um, well, I got a lot of applications, 114, which honestly is more than I expected. So I'm, I was thrilled and at the same time terrified. Because on the one hand, 114 people is such a compliment because that many people actually want to uh, work with me. But I'm not the most decisive person. And I can struggle. I mean, this is, hey, this is why I need a co-host. I struggle with certain things. And this is fucking one of them. Um, <laughs> so what I did was I narrowed it down. Um, and if you're listening to this um I have sent an email to the final 10 candidates. Um, so I'm sorry to everyone who I did not choose. Uh, and I also wasn't sure how to really put it out there. Um, I figured since you all listen to the show, this might be a good opportunity to say that if you didn't get one of those emails, I decided to go a different direction. Um, but it was tough. It was tough. And I went through every single one and you know, there wasn't a single person that I was like, absolutely not, uh, which made it even worse. <laughs> it's good and bad. You know, it's worse because, you know, it's so difficult. Um, but honestly, now with 10 people remaining, um, I'm getting really excited. My stomach hurts all the time thinking about it uh, because it's really sinking in that there's going to be a new person in my life, like as a co-host, you know, and it scares me. Um, and meanwhile, I'm sure anyone who's, who's I'm scheduling these video calls with, um, they're probably also feeling levels of anxiety. Um, like I am. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how that energy translates into our call and onto our, eventually onto our show. Uh, so anyway, I want to thank everyone for applying. Um, I very much appreciate it. I, um, I was blown away by the response. Uh, so thank you. And if you want have any questions or anything, feel free to email me, um, especially if it's specific to your application. Um, of course, I didn't, you know, write a, a thing for every 100, all the 104 people that I uh, didn't accept or didn't move on to the next round. But um, yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. Or uh, I'm also streaming, um, I guess when you're listening to this today uh, on 420, um, and we'll be playing some fun games. So yeah, but the, you know what? I'm going to do a little something different this episode. Uh, since it is potentially one of my last episodes alone, I want to do something that I actually was originally going to do in episode one before I started to drift away towards another idea. So episode one, you know, there was a relationship aspect, uh, but one aspect I wanted to include was the historical side of these newspapers because you can learn a lot about strangers uh, who, this sounds mean, but, you know, just we're just ordinary folks living in the U.S. back in the early 20th century, late 19th century. And it's truly fascinating. And it was a really eye-opening experience. So I'd love to share that with you today. Uh, it's funny, I actually recorded an entire episode with this, um, but I'm going to redo it now. So, um I've actually already recorded an episode like this, episode one, um, and I've recorded it multiple times because it was a draft 
Um, but I'm going to redo it. So here is the story of Louis Switzer. And if you're one of my friends who I sent uh, or family member who I sent this uh, these drafts to, they're going to be like, oh, not this Louis Switzer guy again. I've heard about him so many times. But for many of you, this will be fresh. Uh, so these clippings that I have are from the Wilson County Citizen in Fredonia, Kansas. Fredonia is in southeast Kansas. It has, uh, as of 2010, has a population of 2,482 people. It was found in 1868. Um, and then there was a fossil fuel boom in uh, the early 20th century. And that's about it that I know about Fredonia. Um, there's, there's really, like, a, it's a small town and it's just there. Except I managed to stumble upon all these clippings from this one paper and yeah, let me just get into it. Cause I, I'm really excited to share this with you. This first one is from June 29th, 1877. Charles Coleman assisted by Isaac Dean and LJ Switzer is rushing forward. The foundation work for RM Foster and co's new stone building on the West side of the square. So that is the first mention of Lewis Switzer. Then we hear from Lewis once more a little less than a year later, April 12th, 1878. The walls of H.A. Jenner's new stone house are completed and are very solid and well-finished. Charles Coleman was the contractor and was assisted by Isaac Dean, Louis Switzer, and P. Youngstrom, who are among our most industrious and reliable citizens. Already you get the different vibe you know, <laughs> from these papers, uh, and I love it. It's a small town in Kansas. I have no idea what the population was back in 1878, but small. And I love how this is what the news is. There are uh, small sections in here, but still, you know, people talking about this thing, um, about someone's house being finished and who assisted. And then it, not only that, complimenting them, saying how industrious they are. Uh, it just feels like such a different world when you're reading this. And two years later, November 26th, 1880... W.M. Switzer from Ashland County, Ohio, came out last week to visit his brother, L.J. Switzer, and started homeward this week. He was surprised to find Fredonia such a fine town, and this part of the country so far advanced as to population and material development. Apparently, 1880, Fredonia was hopping, and you know who loved it? W.M. Switzer, brother to our friend, Louis Switzer. Uh, there were actually, there are a lot of these um, that I saw. So when people would visit a town, it would be in the news, uh, especially a trip like that from Ohio to Kansas is not, I mean, that's far for me today, let alone back in 1880 or 1879, because it probably took them <laughs> a year to get there. Um, anyway, so yeah, and what's great is WM had some good things to say. Uh, we hear from Lewis uh, a little more than a year later, December 30th, 1881. L.J. Switzer, who is janitor at the schoolhouse, is a careful and trustworthy man. Um, I don't know what this is about. That's literally all it said. Uh, I like that it gave us some context as to what Lewis is up to. So he was working, um, it seemed like, as an assistant to a contractor and is now working as a janitor at the schoolhouse. And I'm wondering... Who put this ad in there? Um, because it's just a little complimentary thing. And I'm wondering if it's, in his way, his job application or job notice or telling people, hey, I'm I'm here if you need me for anything. 
uh, any sort of job um, or if there's some sort of scandal going around and this was a way to uh, lighten that by <laughs> maybe convincing people in the newspaper that uh, that he's trustworthy. I'm kidding. I'm sure Lewis was fantastic. Here's a clipping from four years later, May 22nd, 1885. Louis Switzer, one of Fredonia's most industrious and reliable workmen, is building a new dwelling on East Mound Street. My favorite part is that they use the word industrious again. I'm, I'm, it makes me think that whoever is putting these in the paper, potentially Lewis himself, uh, has been doing the same has, has been doing this since 1878 when the first one mentioned he was industrious. But we don't know. And that's what's fun about this. And I've mentioned this before. We don't know what happens to any of these people. We don't know, you know, who they are, really are. You just get clippings of them in the newspaper. But sometimes if you piece them all together, like in this case, you at least get some idea of who they are. Or at the very least, you get that feeling of them being such a real person, which sometimes, you know, it's easy to forget that the people we talk about here are real people. But a year later, April 7th, 1886, Louis Switzer has erected a new house on his farm, which he has rented to Mr. Hill. Okay, okay. Louis getting into the real estate biz. Uh, then a year later, July 1st, 1887, four residences in the city were struck by lightning during the storm of Friday night, the 24th. Those of J.W. Paulson, Isaac F. Smith, E.E. Williamson and L. Switzer. No one was hurt, but the damage to some involved quite an expense in repairing. Now this is, <laughs> okay, not to be rude, but this is like the first real, or what we would consider at least today, first real newsworthy piece that we've had. So Lewis has been mentioned a handful of times, um, but this feels like the first that's actually newsworthy or that the town can read and be like, wow, okay, this is interesting. Uh, but then again, back then, um, you know, the bar was maybe a bit lower. That sounds so mean. You know what I mean? There's just less to do, less going on in a town like Fredonia, Kansas in 18, in the 19th century. Like, I'm not trying to be mean here. Now, September 14th, 1888. Here's a list of things. It says South Clear Creek Items Center Township by A-R-O-N period. I'm not sure what that is short for. I couldn't figure it out. Health good at present. Rain needed or stock water will soon be scarce. Louis Switzer is helping put up hay on his place this week. Joe Potter will put up the hay on the Ira Cantrell place this year. Miss Elta Baker will teach at the Bethel Schoolhouse the coming winter. Mrs. Laura and Elva Mariner will attend school in Fredonia the coming winter. So just some town news. Just, you know, what people are up to. Feels like feels like my uh, high school magazine that we get where it's just telling you what everyone's been up to. Um, but a little simpler. You know, health good at present. I, you know, it's, it's, that's kind of like no news is good news. Don't worry. The only thing I can say is my health is good. Counts for a lot. September 11th, 1891, L.J. Switzer has sold his 160-acre farm southeast of town to J.W. DeFever. Mr. Switzer is thinking of seeking a new home between now and next spring. He has lived in this locality for 20 years, has worked hard, and been honest, and we hope he may prosper in the future. Love that. Love that. This, 
we don't know too much of what happened. You know, we, we, we hear some stories of him putting up hay. Uh, he's working as a janitor. Next thing we know, 13 years after the first time he was mentioned in the newspaper, he's ha- he has a 160-acre farm that he's selling. Like, where did that come from? Working hard. Um, so, yeah, it's it's it, there are those missing pieces. Where did this come from? I mean, he's just been working, but it's really fun to see that um, started out just working as assistant uh, contractor, and then suddenly he has this 160-acre farm. And now, December 11th, 1891. Louis Switzer and family have moved to town and occupy A.C. Flax House, opposite the Congregational Church. Moving around, they sold their house, now they're at a new place. Then March 25th, 1892. L.J. Switzer and family left yesterday for Louisville, Kentucky, intending to locate there or in that vicinity. They have the good wishes of many old friends in Fredonia and vicinity. So now, 15 years later, Lewis has sold his farmhouse, and he and his family are moving to Louisville. I'm not sure why. Um, potentially being closer to his brother, who was in Ohio. Who knows? That's a thing, another missing piece. But I think it's so fun that the community knows and cares. <laughs> uh, nowadays, you know, I've, I've moved so much. Okay, people gave me many well wishes, especially friends. But none of my friends put a notice in the newspaper. LA Times didn't have me in there as moving to Ohio. It didn't say, they have the good wishes of many old friends in LA and vicinity. No, come on. Where are my friends like that? <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, you might be thinking this might this was the end of the trail. And I thought so too, too until I found this. March 4th, 1905, The Courier Journal. Now in we're in Louisville, Kentucky. Marriage licenses were issued yesterday to the following. David Zimmerman and Hester Siegel, William Armbruster and Annie Beale, Fred F. Switzer and Goldie Bass, Will Scott and Mary Mahoney. Fred Switzer, son of Louis Switzer, is getting married to Goldie Bass. And then we have news of another son, this time in the form of a death notice. October 9th at 10 a.m., George, son of Louis and Lena Switzer, in his 17th year, at the residence, 1821 Duncan Street, has died. Time of funeral will be announced later. So seven years after the marriage of his son Fred, Louis loses his 17-year-old son, George. And 14 years later, we get this news. Fred and Goldie B. Switzer... 1336 Oakwood, girl, August 28th. It's the birth announcement of Lily, the daughter of Fred and Goldie B. Switzer, the grandchild of Louis and his wife, Lena. And then more tragedy three years later, January 21st, 1929. Sunday, January 20th, 1929 at 9.50 a.m., Louis Switzer, beloved son of Louis Switzer Sr., and Lena Switzer, in his 48th year, has died. Funeral from the residence, 2328 Rowan Street. Time of funeral will be published later. Lewis and Lena have lost their second son, Lewis, at age 48. And four years later, entered into eternal rest, Saturday, November 25th, 1933, at 1.05 a.m. at her residence, 2328 Rowan Street. Mrs. Lena Switzer, 
in her 81st year, beloved wife of Louis Switzer and mother of Ada Thurman, Fred and William Switzer, has died. Funeral, Monday, November 27th at 2.30 o'clock from the residence, 2328 Rowan Street. Internment in St. Stephen's Cemetery. And unfortunately, there's more tragedy. March 20th, 1935. Two years after the death of Lena Switzer. Miss Ree A. Switzer, 17 years old, 1334 Oakwood Street, died at 11 o'clock Monday night at her residence. She is survived by her parents, Mr. and Mrs. Fred Switzer, four brothers, James Switzer, Thomas Switzer, William Switzer, and George Switzer, and five sisters, Miss Christine Switzer, Miss Goldie Switzer, Miss Florence Switzer, Miss Evelyn Switzer, and Miss Lillian Switzer. Funeral services will be held at 2 o'clock Thursday afternoon at her residence. Burial will be in St. Stephen's Cemetery. So Lewis has lost two sons, has lost his wife, and has now lost a granddaughter, Rhee Switzer. And finally, March 4th, 1938. Funeral services for Lewis J. Switzer, 93, retired L&N yard employee, will be held at 2.30 p.m. Friday in his residence, 2328 Rowan. Burial will be in St. Stephen's Cemetery. He died at 8.20 a.m. Wednesday, surviving our three sons, Fred, Thurman, and William Switzer, a daughter, Miss Ada Switzer, nine grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. So we were able to join Lewis on many years of his 93-year journey, and it comes to an end in 1938. However, I did look a little bit ahead to see what the other family members were up to, and unfortunately there is more tragedy. The same year, later that year in August, August 22nd, 1938, Christine and Goldie, two of Lewis's granddaughters, drown at age 27 and 24. Another girl, Mildred Sackstetter was rescued. Um, yeah, that's the end. Uh, that is the end of my Switzer journey. And it is it was not fun, I know, especially at the end there. I wanted to finally share with you this journey that has been stuck in my head since I first started the show. Um, because it's... I think it's really weirdly relevant. I know, you know, the show's about relationships, but um, I, I, I really, really thought that getting to experience someone's journey in this way was a special thing, especially because who is this guy? You know, <laughs> I mean, that's that's how I feel about many people like myself. Like, who am I? In the grand scheme of things. So the fact that I was able to find this random stranger and follow his journey through these various newspaper clippings, I felt really lucky. I felt very weirdly fortunate to be able to do that. And it was really humbling at times too. So uh, I hope it was a good experience for you all. I'm sorry that it was uh, such a bummer at the end. Um, and it's funny, like, I, I think about the Switzer family and I wonder what happened to them or what, you know, happened to 
Like if, if any of the ancestors are still alive or still living in Louisville, for example. But um, yeah, and I, I hope so. And I hope they're doing well. And um, I hope and I, Louis Switzer would be proud of all of them. And I don't know, but it's funny. I don't know anything about this man's personality. I don't know anything about what he was like. All I know are these weird bits and pieces from the newspaper that people were uh, willing to publish and that's all. And I don't know if there's more of a legacy out there for him, but honestly, I'd say it's a pretty good one. You know, most of it had to do with his family. It uh, had to do with his hometown of Fredonia where people seem to like him. And I'd say that's, I don't know, more than enough for a person. Oh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's all. Don't worry, y'all. If you don't like the direction of where the show's going, it's about to go in a very different direction because I'm about to have a co-host who's going to say, hey, hey, stop. Stop with the Lewis Switzer stuff. Um, but actually, that is probably the last time I'm going to bring up Lewis Switzer. I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to share that with you all, especially since this might be one of the last episodes I do alone. Um, and I, I sound moody about that but i'm not gonna miss it heck no i'm excited i'm excited i i'm doing this for a reason i want someone i can bounce off of and i want someone who uh shares the passion i have for this and is willing to work with me so i'm 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 very excited i'm not sure when all of the video calls are going to be done but i'm hoping to announce my new podcast with host within the next couple weeks Uh, fingers crossed We'll see how it goes. Uh, Thank you again for everyone who applied. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. And it means a lot that you would put yourself out there uh, for an opportunity like this. Um, Because, yeah, it's it's just me. You know, I think about myself sometimes. I'm like, it's just me. Just another Lewis Switzer. Okay, I'm going to stop with the Lewis Switzers. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so thank you to everybody. I appreciate you all. And... I'm excited to update you on the next step. So until then, 